0: I want you to help me welcome back to the show a friend of mine, uh, someone I've known now for years, um, Dr. Kia Ellis. And uh, Dr. Kia Ellis is a temperament counselor, and she works with fragile, medically fragile children, and she is the author of the book Aftermath. Uh, It is a fiction, and it's a fantastic great book to read to those who might be homebound at this point in time, uh, sheltering in place. So welcome back to the C.L. Bryan Show, Dr. Ellis. Thank
1: you, C.L. It's great to be here.
0: And doctor, uh, during this point in time, I I, I want you to Talk to us about your work after math and why these types of works during this time are recommended by you to read if you're sheltered in place.
1: Absolutely. Right now, people are scared and they are dealing with a lot of emotions that are really big and they're um, not sure what to listen to, who to believe, what's good, what's bad. And what that does is it causes a lot of emotional turmoil. And sometimes we need things to just turn that off. We need something to not um, take us out of reality, but just give us a breather. Give us a, a little room to breathe and take our time and think of other things. We're surrounded by information. We're surrounded by um, Noise And so sometimes it's nice just to be able to step into a different world for a minute and go somewhere else. Give our brain time to rest. Give our emotions time to rest. And so I recommend fiction reading all the time because it does. It gives you a chance to see a different side of things. And then you can return to life and and be a little clearer.
0: You know, Kia dr ellis when we when we think about this um, how quickly this change came upon us just two months ago uh, we we weren't we weren't in this uh, type of you know situation I, in fact it's it's amazing to think that we're here now but when the human being when when we go through these types of things mentally in our temperament and, and what affects a lot of people are thinking they might be losing their minds because of some of the things that they're doing and yada, yada, yada. Uh, what what effects does this have, a, a swift change like this? What does it have on the human? Are we reacting naturally to this change? Talk to us.
1: Absolutely. I've, I've had several clients ask that very question, am I going crazy? And the answer is no. The natural response for a swift change like that is you have to process through it. And process is is a synonym for time. You have to take time to go from A to B. And so the natural response is to try to gather as much information as you can to go through that process to come from where we were to where we are now. So it's not at all unusual for people to feel a little off balance or off kilter, especially with the pressure that we can tend to put on ourselves, especially as Americans of producing and production and, and constant states of, of activity and action and then all of a sudden with no warning or preparation you're told to sit still.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that was the the uh the thing that really Um, took, I think, everybody, especially, and we want to talk about this here as we go through the conversation about the children, um, because there are medically fragile children in just about every way you can imagine, uh, physically, mentally, uh, and Mm -hmm. I want to talk to Dr. Uh, Kia Ellis about that uh, right now, in fact, but before we get into that, uh, doctor, tell folks the best ways to uh, get in touch with you and how to access you, inviting you to come to where they are.
1: The best way to contact me currently is on Instagram. That's where I do uh, most of my social media interactions. And uh, my t- uh, my handle for Instagram is temperamentdrkia. And it's you can send me direct messages. You can uh, comment on posts. I'm constantly offering um, advice there and counsel there. But it's also the way for people to connect with me if they want to to have personal conversations with me as well.
0: There you have it. And, folks, uh, we'll repeat it uh, several times because you will want to connect with this woman who I really have a lot of respect for her and her craft. Uh, And and you know what? uh, Dr. Kia, I don't think that you're going to be out of work anytime soon. I I think that uh, we're going to need people who understand temperament and the way it moves uh, for a long time into our foreseeable future. What about our children? Is that one of the things that actually does speak to the longevity of your profession? How is it affecting them?
1: Absolutely. The What I've been realizing is that there are a lot of people who are prepared for a lack of physical needs being met. So, you know, sometimes we don't have enough food. Sometimes we don't have shelter the way that we want it. There are people who have, that's their lifestyle, and they understand that sometimes they may not have what they need. But what we aren't really prepared for is those emotional needs, those soul needs to be unmet. And that's what's happening right now, is that people who have had all of their needs met, who've had, you know, all the opportunity to get what they need, are all of a sudden not having these things met. So the need to communicate, the need to um, see and touch and connect with other people has been halted. And again, it's been without any preparation, without any uh, warning And children especially are already in a process of developing. And so when you cut that development off mid-stage, that's really troublesome for the emotional state of children.
0: I want uh, to put, uh, Michelle, let's put the book up, if we can, on our website. And I'm going to... Uh, anyone who uh, goes to the website here and and orders the book off the website or you go and you get it from Dr. Uh, Ellis, uh, she's going to just mention the show and she'll autograph a copy of her book, Aftermath, uh, for you. And uh, go there and get it. You'll have to purchase it, of course, but go there and get it. And uh, she will autograph a copy of it for you, com, And, uh, of course, Dr. Ellis, we're going to give out how to Contact her um, in the um, in in just um, a few minutes here, Dr. Ellis. Um, how did you get involved in your work? What is the proper name for your work? I know that you work out of Austin, uh, Texas. I love Big Ben area out there in Austin. And of course we met in Shreveport. You have lovely parents. Uh, uh the Ellis uh, How's how's sister Vicky doing? I haven't had a chance to ask about her. How is she?
1: She's doing fantastically. This has been a, a much needed break for her and she is now raising chickens. So she's <laughs> enjoying her time. She calls them her chicky baby. So she's, she's loving it, but they're doing great. Um, Of course, you know, dealing with this process and and both of my parents care for their aging parents. And so this has been quite a process for them. That's another uh, part of the population that I work with is those that we call in the sandwich generation. So they have children, but they also have parents that they're all caring for. And that can be an emotional uh, situation in itself. And then you add on top of it what we're going through with this COVID situation, yeah. And it could be a recipe for a disaster. But what we're actually seeing is people coming together and really uh, taking their mental health to uh, to heart.
0: And you know what, uh, Doctor Ellis, I remember. When I guess if that 's the sandwich generation, I remember when I'm, I must have been the double decker generation because I was taking care of my uh, my mother who was aging and uh, my father had passed away uh, my children, and of course, I had grandchildren that uh, and then of course you know you, you, you take care of uh, those types of things uh, as well it, it, it can be incredibly hectic in normal times uh, not to think of uh, how it could be here during these times. So tell us, uh, how then, uh, did you get involved? How did you get to doing this type of work? What was the genesis of your work? When did you get the passion or the love for it?
1: Well, I started out as a school teacher. I taught school for about seven years, uh, in the public and the private sector. And so I got to see the disparity between, um, the opportunities that different kids got, you had some that had every opportunity in front of them. And then you had some who I was taking their clothes home to wash over the weekend so that they had clean clothes to wear the following week. Um, And so it just, there was a, a heart for children and what they deal with because kids don't have a lot of choice. A lot of choices are made for them and so they're having to deal with the consequences of a lot of choices that they didn't make. And it just kind of developed. And then I was introduced to the, um, the concept of temperament therapy. And uh, I went through the coursework with my amazing mentor, um, Kathy Hostetler. And she introduced me to uh, temperament therapy. And it just took off. And I saw how understanding what needs we're all trying to meet in our emotional state and in our emotions would affect us and how understanding that would lead us to making better decisions for our lives and for others.
0: And so it's all in the decision-making process, uh, Dr. Ellis, um, that leads us to – uh, a lot of times, and, and the reason I'm asking, I'm about to come up on a conversation um, here in the next hour with Nadra Enzi, where um, there are people who are saying that um, this, or, or who are trying to turn this into a racial Issue and um, I, I, I am just not seeing that uh, yet. Uh, is d- do the troubles of humanity transcend? In your opinion, I'm asking you this question just in your opinion. Does it transcend race? Do the problems of humanity transcend, especially in these circumstances? Race. Talk to us about it.
1: Yes, the, unequivocally yes. This is not a color thing whatsoever. This is a community thing, and it's the community of humans. We are all trying to meet these needs of emotion and these needs within our soul and our mind, and that is just as a person. If you are born a human, then you're going to have these needs, and every decision that we make is a decision to meet a need. Everything that we do, every behavior that we undertake is to meet a need. And we all have similar needs. We actually all have the same needs. We just have them to different degrees. And these degrees aren't dependent on our skin color.
0: Wow. Uh, Kia, I want you to stay with me uh, through the break. Uh, We're on with Dr. Kia Kia Ellis. Uh, She specializes in uh, this type of of, um, behavioral, uh, therapy and temperamental, uh, therapy. And it is, it's fascinating to think how it can get so twisted and the way we twist things sometimes before we go to break, uh, Dr. Ellis, tell us again, how we engage with you, how to get in touch with you.
1: Instagram is the best way to engage with me currently. My Instagram handle is Dr temperament dr kia
0: temperament dr kia temperament dr kia instagram and folks i i see people doing and and, you know me i'm a, a lot older than a lot of you, but uh, I see people really doing business on social media these days. I mean, it's happening, and if you're not doing it, you better get with it. And I'm going to return with uh, Dr. Ellis, and we're going to uh, discuss more about the decisions that you make and the things that we have turned into black and white or red and yellow but really are human. I think uh, she has addressed that in a way that uh, is absolutely fascinating for us to hear, particularly now when you have people who are coming out of the bushes wanting to turn a a human problem, a tragedy, into a political football and turn it into some type of um, race issue. Uh, We'll be back with Dr. Kia Ellis, in just a minute, you're listening to The C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. And I want to thank all of the well-wishers uh, who are that are pouring in right now. Yeah, everything for me is a first, and uh, this will be the first Mother's Day in 46 years that I've been without uh, my children's mother. And and so it's, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I'm going to spend it in reflect. But I thank you, thank you so much for your loving um, uh, letters and outreach to me. Uh, It has been uh, absolutely uplifting and heartwarming. And so uh, God bless you and God keep you all. And uh, we're coming to you, of course, across the airwaves of our flagship station, Red State, the largest um, talk platform in the nation, most listened to uh, talk platform in the nation. And if you're traveling through Times Square, look up above the iconic Ripley's, believe it or not, and you will see there above Ripley's the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there, 24 hours a day. About a block away from where we dropped the big ball in New York City. And old CL's face is looking right back at you. Don't go anywhere. We're going to finish up with Dr. Kia Ellis. And then after the break, um New Orleans, Louisiana will be joining me. Captain Black, I'm CL. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life you thought i was worth worthless so you cleaned me up inside you thought i was to die for for so you sacrificed Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying Alexa play Red State Talk Radio God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, back with you throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The uh, greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Thank you for coming along with me as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here throughout our nation and around the globe on the C.L. Bryant Show via Red State, Red State Talk, Radio Red State Talk. And um, I we have been on with um, an acquaintance, a good friend, actually, of mine. Uh, Dr. Kia Ellis and I certainly am glad that she is here during this period in American uh, history and American uh, on the American landscape because people need to hear from um, professionals, professionals who understand how to talk to people. First of all, conversation—you know—conversationally um, and and through the news, Dr. Ellis. Um, we've been seeing the rise in suicide, the rise in domestic violence, even though I've seen the rise in closeness of families. So there's a, uh, a bag, um, that people are beginning to fall into whether it's positive or negative, but let's talk about the, the, the negatives. And then we will finish up with the positives. Um, the suicide rates, why would something like this cause people to want to take their lives? I mean, I mean Sure. We talk about it, but we may not understand it. Talk to us about it.
1: What I'm seeing is a tendency that we have of putting value in our external responses. So we look for validation from external sources. Well, this pandemic and the lockdown measures have caused us to lose those external sources. So if you don't have those external sources validating you, it's very easy to fall into the trap of being unable to Mm self-validate, and that seems to be what happens with a lot of people, is that they aren't able to pull from internal resources, and they see suicide as the only solution.
0: When we talk about self-validation and we couple that with what we have come to know as self-esteem... Are you saying that there are others who depend on, there are people who depend on others, rather, for that self-esteem? Is there a reason why it's called self-esteem? I mean, uh, how do you you keep that? How do you maintain that? Does that affect your temperament uh, in adverse ways when you don't understand self-esteem? Dr. Ellis
1: the interesting thing about self-esteem is that we actually see it improperly. If you think of it this way, it'll make more sense. Self-esteem is how we think others think of us. It's not the way we see ourselves. It's the way we see ourselves through others' eyes. Wow! And so if you're unable to uh, boost yourself from an internal force and see yourself accurately, then it's very easy to believe that others don't see you that way either. And it's just kind of a downward spiral. Wow. Hey folks,
0: I don't know if you got it. I don't know. I don't want you to miss it because that was deep. It's not necessarily uh, self-esteem uh, as to how you're picturing you yourself through your own eyes what Doctor Kia Ellis has just told us, and to tell you the truth, for me, it's truly a revelation because it makes all it, it brings it clearly to me. It's how I'm caring about how I'm being seen through the eyes of those who see me. You know, it's that. Right. That's that's. Uh, you know, Doc. Thank you for that. I'm I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> much better <laughs> about that. <about, laughs> about this now and friends that's what we all need we need to understand that so you can actually you get set free when you understand that you become free can that become bondage dr ellis can we become in bondage to uh caring and thinking overly about how others view us is that what you see as well
1: oh absolutely especially in this age of social media we have an entire generation of people who have never known a world without social media and what they see on social media is not an accurate representation of life so they're building their thoughts of themselves based on images that aren't even real
0: wow wow Dr. Kia Ellis, I could talk to you for another hour uh, because there are, so, you know, you just pull out the couch and, uh, you know, folks, I think I might need the couch after all this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, Kia, you know that uh, I have uh, gone gone through, we haven't had a chance to de- memorialize my, my uh, wife, Jane, who you knew, and um, since her passing. And uh, because the gathering of our family together uh, would constitute at least 200 people just of our family alone. And then uh, so it has been very, very difficult. And when I say that uh, the counseling and all that type of thing that um, uh, I have had, I had to have grief counseling because it was really bearing down on me. Um, But, folks, let me tell you, if you need help, get it. Get it. It's available. And people like Dr uh, Ellis is available and they can help you and they can help your children. And you, you, you keep a close eye on your children because many times we may overlook how this actually affects them and even your grandchildren. Dr. Ellis, tell everybody again, uh, how they may engage with you and get, uh, in touch with you.
1: They can direct message me on Instagram at temperament, Dr. Kia. That's the best way to get to me. And I would love to hear from anyone who's needing any help.
0: And hey, get that book. Get that book. Mention the show. And uh, get that book, Aftermath. Aftermath. Dr. Kia Ellis, get it. And uh, Dr. Kia, mention the show, and she'll autograph it for you, personalize it for you. Thank you so much, Doc, for being on with me today. God bless you and God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Dr. Kia Ellis, thank you so much again for being on with me. Talk to you soon.